Sup? Episode 123 of the Rolling and Rambling podcast with Steve Bertrand. I got my tea. I pulled my head out of my ass. This should be a better episode. Now, um, there's a good chance that some of these topics have been covered before. Because I realized I am basically... T minus 28 days to the year anniversary to the start of this podcast. December 13th, 2020, I started this thing, and this will be 123 as of today. Let me just double check that. Ooh, the voice cracked for a sec. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. Because it sounded cool. It sounded like I did when I was... Whatever, 12 or 13 or whenever my voice cracked, I can't even remember. I don't even think my parents remember that. Um, all right, so let's look this up. Rolling and rambling for myself. Rolling and, and go. Right. I was looking up on. Okay. Yes, so. Yep, so it is 123. Well, this is an exciting one for me um, because I've been going through some stuff and I was a bit of a punk on the last one. I wasn't happy with the energy. I was all over the place. Um, and I just don't think that ultimately serves me in the long run. Now, the benefit of me feeling that way on that last episode was... Um, I want this to be real. Like, I want this to be something that people can look at and recognize, hey, like, he ain't perfect, he's got a lot going on, and he still does all this stuff. Uh, it's it's not sort of a, a, a bragging end of, of of where I'm at as a person. It's It's simply about... I think a few episodes back I mentioned that I had done a list of all the things that I accomplished like or attempted, like jobs, side hustles, so YouTube channel, podcast, um, the consulting business, the two blogs, including Cool Vehicles, the social media accounts that are attached to those, um, the volunteering for the Rad Society and for the Accessibility Working Group, some of the work that I did with the city, um, you know, like I said, all the jobs I had in between there. And if you go back even further than that to the start of my working career, which was basically when I was 21, you know, you've got even more than that. Uh, one of my memories came up today that, in I think 2011, on the 15th of November in 2011, I got canned from uh, Can Pages, the phone book. And, you know, I, I still managed to do all this stuff and attempt all these things. Um, and... And I have to say, like, it can be very difficult to keep the energy up. Because it is essentially just me. I've had help with a lot of different things, um, you know, in general with support from family and friends. But sort of the execution of all this stuff is very difficult to line line up with other people. And for a long time, I didn't have any money at all. I got a bit now, so I could put some more into, you know, the whole idea of... of um, of the 
uh, you know, getting, jeez, can I get words out of my mouth? Holy cow. Um, I could put a little bit more into asking somebody to help me with some of this stuff. And I plan to. I just need to figure out the direction of that. Um, the only thing that I haven't done that I've been really procrastinating on is actually getting um, uh, getting some sort of book together, whether it actually ends up being finishing the two or three books that I've written off and on over the last little bit and actually slamming them together and getting an editor together. Um, I ordered some shirts off of Teespring uh, just to get some samples for a shirt that says Just Give Up because I wanted to play some satire on on the whole motivational thing. Um, the other one is Goals Are Stupid, Don't Try, so that'll be coming out too. Um, and just going through the process of setting up a T-string store, attaching it to a domain, then ordering samples, which is a good thing that I did because the text is off-center and way too small, even though I thought it looked centered, and I increased it. Uh, both the woman's tea and the, the men's tea that came... It's a little bit off-center and looks a little bit weird. So I'm going to guess, unfortunately, the hoodie is the same way. So I have to readjust those before I kick them back out. There's some local stuff that I want to do with some printers here um, just to get some stuff out for Christmas. Um, but other than that, the, the biggest takeaway here over the last couple of... Um, last week or the last couple of days, I can't even remember when I did the last podcast um when did it come out on the 9th uh and it is the 15th so yeah it's basically been six days so it's been a week and what what has really sort of taken me over in the last week let's say is i was originally going to sign up for tony robbins virtual event again because the it, it popped up on my feed right and i was like okay well i'm going through something right now um essentially i was um, you know, really needing, uh, something like I needed a bit of direction or something. I don't really know what I needed, but, but I always, I felt like, you know, the Tony Robbins thing helped me through a breakup last year and, you know, I'm, I'm going through some crap again and, you know, just not really feeling myself and, and it's a crap time of year for a lot of people weather-wise and all that stuff. And now today, Mother Nature is apparently trying to swallow the whole province of British Columbia, apparently, or drowned us in water, or whatever you want to call it. Um, so it just seemed like it was a good time of year to sign up for Tony Robbins, even though I'm talking, the, 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 the weather just popped into my head now, but this Tony Robbins thing came up, came up a couple days ago, early last week, and I signed up, wasn't paying attention to the date. $795 comes off my credit card for the Tony Robbins virtual event that's in March. And I thought it was November. The November one just happened and it was a live event with people. And um, that wasn't the one that I was going to. So I got my refund back. And then I realized I still have all the Tony Robbins stuff from last November. And like I've always said and like everybody should say in these situations that, um, that it's not about like being involved in those events uh, over and over again. It's about the execution and how you can use those techniques and adapt them into your life and, and bring them to uh, 
the forefront of whatever you're doing. Like it's it's super easy to be motivated and positive and everything else when you're at an event like that, especially with Tony Robbins because there's tunes going. He's nine foot six or whatever. He's actually six foot eight, but still, you know what I mean. He's an actual literal giant. I shook his hand one time. His hands are huge. There's music playing. People are jumping up and down. It is incredibly easy to be pumped and fired up and feel like you can do anything when you're in that event. What becomes super difficult is when it is the middle of November, raining sideways, freezing cold, people aren't around, everyone's grumpy, everyone's stressed about COVID, everyone's stressed about Christmas coming up. Like, like this is a crap time of year. So this was a huge test for me. Um, how full of crap am I, basically, right? This was a this was a big transitional moment. And again, I want to make it super clear that this isn't about me trying to be on every day and trying to be trying to be pumped all the time because it's not realistic. What I'm trying to be is more consistent. And regardless of how I feel trying to get stuff done and trying to move towards my goals and trying to make them more realistic so I'm not overwhelming myself and trying to make $250,000 in the next 18 months or something crazy. Like I'm just using that as an example, right? It's It's got to be something that makes sense for me and fulfills me. And, and so I decided to put this thing to the test. I have a notebook. I think it cost me like three bucks. Uh, four pack of pens was like four bucks from a dollar store, so we'll call that a dollar. So that's that's four dollars. And then my Spotify account with all the music comes up to 11 and change. So we're looking at um, about 15 bucks, right? 15, 16 bucks as opposed to $795 that I had to get refunded on my credit card for the Tony Robbins thing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Now, why would you, why do you ask? Why would you tell me this story? It's all, all over the place. Big climax. Give me the meat and taters, Steve. Let me know what's been happening. So here's the skinny. I think they used to say that in, I don't even know if the 50s or 60s or whatever that was, but could even have been later than that. But anyway, long story short, um, I have a playlist from Tony Robbins, plus I play just music that pumps me up, um, and nothing overly aggressive, just some stuff that they played at the Tony Robbins virtual event really helps things. Getting out of bed as soon as you can, and... Um, drinking some water and getting yourself moving. Any any type of sort of movement that's a bit explosive helps a lot. Um, breathing along with like almost like a like a unweighted shoulder press up in the air. Um, you know, just blasting your hands in an upward motion towards the roof. Uh, that helps a lot with movement and getting yourself together and all that stuff. But what changed things the most for me over the last week or so has purely been like I mentioned that $3 journal and the pen and like 
it's nothing crazy. Like I'm not necessarily writing goals in there. I do write a bit of that, but I'm writing gratitude lists. I'm writing notes down. I'm writing anything that happens in terms of what my brain is doing to sabotage me in any given moment based on my motivation or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, cause your brain wants to keep you necessarily, well, it, its goal is to keep you safe from predators. Right. Um, so it constantly wants you to live in a state of kind of high anxiety and on alert. And then it also is built to keep you in the past or in the future. It doesn't really want to keep you in the present moment. And it wants to have you doubt yourself because it doesn't want you to risk anything because it doesn't want you to fail and hurt yourself. Um, so basically, I've named my um, chattering monkey, as you want to call it. I also write in my journal constantly just about everything that's coming up in my head. And what I have found that's super profound and powerful is... That even if I'm not writing down what's in my head, by writing down anything while I'm battling the voices that are in my head, and that makes me sound crazy, but um, it, like those those negative thoughts, those doubtful thoughts, is when they come up. If I write anything in that book, if I write a gratitude list, if I write uh, something that I want to do in the next two days, something that I want to do in the next month or six months or a year, it doesn't really matter what I write down, as long as I take action towards making some adverse effect to the thought that's in my head, right? Does that make sense? I hope it does. Because what we're trying to do, trying to interrupt that pattern every time something like that happens. What happens over time, even in this, just this last week, I've noticed that it has become easier to quiet my mind and get to work and get to the goal and be motivated and all that stuff. So, um, that's the biggest takeaway is just grab a notebook. It doesn't have to be elaborate and start writing stuff in it. And you'll have goals written in it. You'll have things written down that you want to remember. You can use it as a scheduler. You can do whatever you want with it. But what I'm saying is use it and keep it on your hip and write things in it every time you want to talk about something or something's coming up for you. Um, maybe you're not that social and you don't have a big group and a community that you can talk to about stuff and talk things through. Start writing it in your book. Gives you another option to write it down and then visit it later and maybe come up with a plan to fix it. So just I encourage everybody to to journal quite a bit. And, and journal in a different way than I had said before. Because journaling, you know, is writing all your all your ideas and having all this sort of all these kind of memoirs, you know, Matthew McConaughey's book is, um, you know, all green lights. He, he has a, a series of, of thoughts that he had somebody ghostwrite uh, into a book. And I think all his thoughts were over the last like 30 years or whatever it was. And this isn't that. This is a lot easier than that. This is simply anytime your brain runs amok, write something on a piece of paper with a pen because doing it in your phone and texting yourself and doing that doesn't have the same effect. What you're wanting to do is you're wanting to slow down the thought process, try and battle some of that anxiety and then get yourself into a state where now you've, you moved, you did something physical, you're writing with a pen, you're having to think in a concise way to make it make sense. Even if it's something random 
And what tends to happen, at least for me, is it starts slowing things down and then I'm able to move from there and go into whatever else I need to do. So I hope that helps. Episode 123 of the Rolling Rambling Podcast. Thanks for everybody that's been listening and thanks for your support.